Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Now let's get on with today's show and three things that we want to avoid uh, with our eating uh, in order to get further along on our journey with anxiety. Research has already confirmed that our diet has a profound effect on our mental health. And most of us know this, and most of us know many of the things that I'm going to talk about, but it's kind of funny that we can actually know things intellectually and still not do them. So I'm here once again to be the mouthpiece for the health um, of our uh, mind and body and especially focused now on our anxiety. Some of the things that um, those that research has come up with is that our mental health is promoted from the foods that we eat by optimizing, you know, the gut microbiome, tamping down inflammation, reversing insulin resistance, getting, you know, getting control of the blood sugar. Actually, insulin resistance happens long before blood sugar arises. So um, by the time your blood sugar is showing off, you've already been, uh, you know, hanging around insulin resistance. So we do know the things that can, that we can do to avoid that. So we're going to talk about that today. Some of the interesting pieces that happen here and we'll get into this uh, you know the things that we want to avoid uh, are not always welcome you know people don't you don't really want to hear this but <laughs> these can make a big difference and i just suggest that you give some of this a try so sugar we always hear so much about sugar 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 but our the the sugar consumption continues to go up so we want to pay attention to our sugar we want to pay attention to the wheat particularly the the gluten plays a part in uh, some people in their uh, mental health and the processed foods. All of these have been linked to a greater risk to for depression and anxiety. 
We also need to watch out for regular, uh, you know, we want to be sure that we're getting the right good fats. And we also want to be sure our vitamin and minerals are strong, meaning that we're getting enough of them in concentrations that are, that are good for us. And we do that by eating the foods that have those. And you can also take supplementation, but that is just extra. That isn't uh, the first place that we want to focus. You can't um, out-supplement or out-exercise a bad diet. So I think that's kind of important to keep in mind. And what is a good diet? We'll get more into that as we go along here. The good diet would include eating along the lines of Um, what would be called a Mediterranean diet, which is very plant-based. It's very heavy on plant foods and very, and and when I say that, I mean very close to the earth, meaning that they are not highly processed. And um, you want to avoid, that is the second piece, to avoid processed foods as best as you can. Obviously, avoiding fast food and commercially baked foods and sweets. Those are particularly troublesome for a number of different reasons. The you know, this connection between our food and our mood has again got increasing scientific scrutiny over the past couple of decades. I remember reading what brought this up to my attention to talk to you about it today was an article by Dr. McCola. So I'll be sure to put the link to that article uh, in the show notes. But he mentioned uh, in his article about William Duffy. Now, I have to talk about William Duffy because uh, he brought attention to my own journey through anxiety panic and my own troubles with my blood sugar 30 years ago, he wrote a book called Sugar Blues. And when I saw Mercola mentioning this, I was like, oh my gosh, that actually was a huge part, along with uh, many other books that I read about different things. But the thing that got me really going on the physical aspects of blood sugar and my mental health was this book written by William Duffy called Sugar Blues. And it was written well over 30 years ago. Um, It's a classic. And it is really it goes early on. I mean, it was written a long time ago. There's a whole lot of more research that has been done on uh, our sugar connection. But the fact that these early pioneers did this work and published work way back when actually set the stage for all that is being done now. So uh, it just brought it to my attention that many people, this article by Dr. Mercola brought it to my attention that many people are paying lip service to a lot of these ideas, but not actually making the changes. I still run into people all the time who are using uh, caffeine on a regular basis and insist that it doesn't affect their anxiety. And I would beg to differ with anyone on that. And I know there are some eyes rolling out there right now, but I would love to have you just experiment for yourself because taking um, caffeine in is like, you know, getting a little shot of adrenaline. It actually has your body release stress hormones. And so, you know, there's a place and time in your life where that will be fine and it will actually feel good, like a little bit energizing, but it's like getting a, um, a shot of adrenaline when you're already highly sensitized is not a good, 
It's just not a good idea. It keeps you in the loop and it makes those symptoms and sensations continue. So you may not feel it so much on a, because many of us become uh, desensitized to caffeine. We need more and more and more of it. It's a drug and, and, and we need more and more of it as we become desensitized to its effects. So you may not be feeling it, but it is actually using your stress hormones to be continuing and flooding your system, whether you feel it physically or not. And so I would suggest, highly suggest that you totally go off of caffeine for a good long while and see if you aren't noticing some differences. It's made a huge difference for everyone that I've had actually finally move and do it. Of course, we all resist it. We all love our little jolts of caffeine when you can handle it. It's fine. But as a matter of fact, one of the tests for if you are oversensitized, if you get, you know, jagged from one cup of, of coffee, you know, you're still oversensitized. Now, you may not have had enough coffee in your life to become desensitized to it, but you, if you are jolted from one cup, you want to stay away from it and you want to calm that whole system down again. We got to get that so that it goes on and off as it should. What happens when we're in the loop of anxiety, we're just always on. We have constantly have stress hormones raging through us, keeping the amygdala oversensitized and on. And it didn't, that's not how we're built. We're built to have it turn off, go back to rest and digest. And so once we get back there, you can enjoy your caffeine here and there. So I'll get off the caffeine for a minute here. But some of the other things. Now, people often say to me, well, dark chocolate is really good because it's anti-inflammatory. And even Dr. McCullough mentions dark chocolate in his article of using dark chocolate coffee and uh, omega-3 fats as anti-inflammatory, along with uh, using turmeric, which uh, is excellent to use, of course, in, in your cooking. I don't know if you need to take it particularly as a supplement. It's a wonderful thing to just use in your cooking. And then you get the uh, added benefits of, a, of having it with all those great vegetables. So they actually are helpful for being anti-inflammatory. But the problem is dark chocolate also have has other things in it, in my opinion, that trigger anxiety. So I would differ with um, Joe Mercola here and say that I would eliminate the dark chocolate and the coffee. Uh, I don't think that it's a good thing for those with anxiety. Maybe those with depression could handle it, but a lot of people with depression also have anxiety. So I would say to eliminate those for now and use those as anti-inflammatory some other time in your life when you are not so sensitized. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. 
So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One of the problems with asking your physician for help along these lines is that, number one, they don't have a lot of training in nutrition. More have now some training, but often none. And the other piece is that their time is so limited and to discuss these kinds of things takes a lot of time. If I have one-on-one clients that have difficulty with their diet, we can spend a lot of our sessions getting through uh, and getting that diet lined up so that it is working for them. So it can be difficult for your psychiatrist or your GP, uh, whoever is talking to you about your anxiety, to have the time to go over these things with you. And so we can talk here about some of the tips that you want to do to start looking so you can take this into your own hands. And you want to following, you want to follow like traditional dietary patterns that were helpful and life-sustaining for many, many, many generations. And so we're talking about dietary patterns such as Mediterranean, Japanese, and so forth. You, you want to look at where people living long, healthy lives before they were westernized um, and eating processed and, and um, junk foods. And so what are those diets looking like? Those are like highly plant-based, meaning that they had a lot of fruits and vegetables in them and things. They, Of course, they could have meat or no meat, depends on where you are. Different cultures have different ways, but very often the meat was used more sparingly or as part of the dish, not as the centerpiece of the dish. So number one, you want to follow that traditional kind of dietary pattern from, and you know, different, different uh, things appeal to different people, but you want it to be closer to the earth is what we used to call it, or just eat real food, we used to say. So we want to start there with more of a real food diet. 
And then you want to increase your consumption of antioxidant-rich foods, which are fruits, vegetables, legumes, whole grains, meaning whole grains, and um, nuts and seeds, like increasing those. Those are really all very high in antioxidants and It is um, a way to keep inflammation down and that will help because our brains become inflamed and our nervous system becomes inflamed and all of different parts of our body can become inflamed. So being on a high antioxidant diet can be very helpful. Again, those are your fruits, vegetables, legumes, whole grains, nuts, and seeds. Dr. McCullough talks about increasing the um, omega-3 rich foods. And so that you can do, obviously people do that through supplementation. They do that through fish. You can increase your omega-3 rich foods. But what I have seen over time is that it is the challenge of the ratio of the omega-3s to the omega-6s. An American diet is so high in omega-6s, which is those cause inflammation, that it is best to work on reducing those. So that would mean to eliminate things such as vegetable oils, and that means your corn oils, canola oils, all of those kind of vegetable oils. So let those go. Those are very high in omega-6s, and it is the omega-3 to omega-6 ratio that is the more of the problem. And so maybe you already get enough omega-3s. Maybe you don't want to add more. You want to eliminate and reduce your omega-6s, and that would easily happen by eliminating processed foods and especially fast foods and the vegetable oils. So another thing that you can do is to replace your unhealthy processed foods with real food. Again, wholesome, nutritious foods from real food closer to the earth unprocessed. And finally, by changing your diet so you are avoiding processed foods, fast foods, and particularly commercially baked goods and sweets because those contain a lot of those vegetable oils I was talking about and a lot of sugar, uh, along with totally um, denatured flours. So I think it's some good tips he had here. I love that he brings up the point of what you don't eat may be more important than what you do eat. This has always been a way that I have looked at nutrition. Yes, he does talk about that that there are many superfoods known to uh, lower inflammation, improve the mitochondrial function, and lower your risk of insulin resistance, and on and on and on. We can go with that, which will help to also reduce depression and anxiety. But what you don't eat may actually be more important than what you do eat. Again, this brings us back to more life of simplicity, of a life of subtraction versus adding. So you adding a few superfoods to a poor diet is unlikely to yield any significant result. So it's important to realize that unless you get the foundation right, it's going to be a continuous uphill battle. Like I said earlier, you cannot supplement or exercise your way out of a bad diet. It's great that there's all these superfoods out, but 
generations upon generations have been healthy without bringing in these superfoods from other cultures, right? So we can do it in a much more simple way. And again, you want to first get that foundation right, which is eating more basic, eating closer to the earth. Back uh, a while ago, I used to listen to a podcast by Sean Croxton, and he used to wear a t-shirt that said JERF, J-E-R-F, and it stood for Just Eat Real Food. And I totally agree with that. Um, That means ditching the processed, prepackaged foods and replacing them with whole foods that you cook from scratch. I mean, it's it's a little bit more labor-intensive, but you cannot believe the changes from eliminating those packaged and processed foods can make. And so we want to watch that particularly with our snacking and our eating out. Watch your beverages. You know, what, what people say, what should I drink? And I say, drink water, drink filtered water. And some, if you like bubbles, I happen to like carbonated waters. And in the evening I have carbonated water. And so but water. And you can make teas, of course. Uh, Herbal teas would be great, either iced or hot. But make sure that your hydration is good. And you don't need those other processed drinks, all of them, sugar, sugar, sugar. So stay away from those. We want to stay away from those things. We want to stay away from the sugars, which would include artificial sweeteners. We want to stay away from processed vegetable oils. Those are very harmful. And we want to watch out for the gluten, which comes from the wheat. Um, uh, There are other grains also, barley, rye, uh, some oats, uh, oats that have been processed in a gluten factory. Um, But those are problematic for many. So uh, if you're struggling with depression or anxiety, you can actually give yourself a time to try a gluten-free diet. It's, It's a little bit more labor intensive than these other ideas that we've talked about. But I'm telling you, it can make a huge difference in some people. If you're one of those people, you really want to know. So that we could talk about that in a whole nother show, because it would be a whole podcast to get all of that information out. But Those are the things you can watch out and eliminate right now are your sugars and artificial sweeteners, your processed vegetable oils. Get those out right now and get started with having your grains be whole and your vegetables being closer to the earth, unprocessed, and your fruits closer to the earth and unprocessed, and your body will really thank you for it. Again, We want to eliminate the things that are causing us trouble first, and then we can move on to adding things as we see fit. So if you would like more information on dealing with your particular diet one-on-one, you can let me know, send an email to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I'd be happy to help you tease some of that out. And now for today's quote. Never be so focused on what you're looking for that you overlook the thing you actually find. And that's from Ann Patchett. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 